0: For short, I tried not to think of the alchemist's brew of toxic chemicals, residue of the synth disaster, just below the floor. Rain rattled a broken window, and a door snicked closed ahead of me. The little brat had led me a merry chase, but I had her now, and the fat pay purse was all but in my hand. She knew I was there, though, and she'd proved resourceful so far. I decided not to trust the door or the girl. Trust wasn't a luxury I could afford in this line of work. I had a small wooden button attached to my belt and used it to push the handle down. As I pushed, fat sparks bloomed from somewhere above and dripped down the doorframe. I leapt back just in time to avoid the blast. Heat seared the exposed skin of my face and hands, and the stench of burning clothes choked me. I rolled until I was sure the flames were out. Electricity was a new development, and not more than two or three of the really good alchemists had got a grip on it yet. Luckily. Yet she'd learned from my earlier care with her traps. "'Wired the whole damn thing and rigged it up to black powder just as an added bonus in case I avoided the electricity. "'I was reluctantly impressed. "'Runaways had never given me this much trouble before. "'It was the bounties that did that. "'This girl had a powerful desire not to go home. "'Having met her parents, I could sympathise, but a paying job is a paying job.' and once I took one on, it was hard not to follow through. I slipped through the door with a pulse pistol held out in front of me. The room was dank and gloomy, lit with fifth-hand light bounced down from better areas far above. Among heaps of rubbish, a parade of small puddles rippled on the bare stone floor where rain leaped through two broken windows. The water gleamed with an oily glint. Synth. Almost certainly. A thin, filthy mattress contaminated the end of the room. A small light, a rend nut oil lamp with a glass cover, scented the air as it glowed next to the makeshift bed, casting a pool of warm light on the sodden blanket that was littered with food wrappers. Pretend meat, fake gravy, the tarted-up, processed vegetarian shit that was the only kind of tasteless junk available down here or pretty much anywhere under trade. The wavering light of the lamp made the room behind seem black as Namrat's heart. Namrat. Tiger. Stalker. Winner in the end. Death. If I was a religious man, I would have prayed to the nice goddess that he wasn't stalking me today. As it was, I kept still and kept looking. She had to be in there somewhere. My finger tightened on the trigger at a shadowy movement in the dark beyond the mattress, and something flew towards me. I leapt away, but not in time to completely avoid it. It smashed on the stone and let loose a rush of greenish gas. Streamers of it ballooned like smoke, sticking in my throat and blinding my stinging eyes. Oh, she was good. More than good. She was making me work for my money. That's nearly as bad as using magic. Footsteps pattered on the concrete as she passed me, and I aimed the pistol blindly. Pain leapt through me where the blade on the trigger bit my skin. Not much, but enough to give me some power to fire. The pistol let loose a buzzing pulse in a wild trajectory, and I was rewarded with a snatch of a scream that ended with a heavy thump as she fell to the floor. I took a few moments to drag myself away from the gas, wiping my streaming eyes and coughing it up. Finally it began to clear, helped by the breeze from the broken windows, and I could see her. She was stretched out in an ungainly pile, face down in a puddle. Before I did anything else, I cuffed her. She'd given me too much trouble already. I wasn't taking the chance of her escaping now, or maybe pulling something else out of her bag of tricks. I rolled her out of the puddle, saw to my bleeding thumb with a quick bandage from the stash in my coat, and had a look around as she came to. It was, quite simply, a shithole. Walls crumbling where they hadn't been...